0: Robert Berry and welcome to Retro Crush the Podcast episode 26. Hope you're doing well today. Got a special treat with a, a live remote broadcast uh, that we taped. It's not live anymore. At uh, Sacramento's East Portal Park and then we're going to come back with some more stuff. So uh, in this uh, we're going to talk to uh, Rob Buckner, my neighbor down the street. He's always got something interesting to say. Um, just not on this particular day that we recorded this. So Hope you enjoy this uh, mess of uh, of uh, remote taping here. It's about eight minutes long, and we're coming back with some more stuff. Okay, it's a beautiful Sunday here at East Portal Park in Sacramento, East Sacramento, um, world famous for its collection of Italians that they keep in a cage playing bocce ball all day. If you want to see some of them in their native habitat, um, this is the place to do it. Did you ever tell Italian jokes when you were a kid? By the way, I'm here with... Uh, Rob Buckner,
1: a uh, world-famous culinary specialist here in Sacramento. How are you doing today? Well, thank you. Just thinking about those Italians still. Yeah, I mean,
0: we, now we don't, we're not going to get off on an Italian racist rat, rant, because I'm part Italian, so that's like self-hate. But uh, I remember as a kid we would tell these Italian jokes, and it was funny because, like, the Polish jokes always kind of had, like, the, ha-ha, Polish people are dumb angle, and... You know, then they had Mexican jokes that kind of centered on Mexicans stealing your bikes and things like Italian that. Dirty. But uh, the Italians just were were just crazy for some reason, which never made any sense because any Italian I met was never like that. I, I remember this one joke was, "How do you know when an Italian's been in your backyard?" And it was uh, when your garbage can is empty and your cat's pregnant. And I just always thought of like this crazy Italian guy breaking into your backyard and then you know, eats all your trash up, and then, like, after that, that big meal of trash, he looks at the cat and goes, <laughs> hello! So, uh, anyway, we were going to discuss today the, um, movies that we hate, that everybody else seems to love. We just don't get the appeal of them. And, um, Bad
1: Rob, Santa. the first one that, that you thought of was, oh, let me get the microphone close to you here. Napoleon Dynamite, but Bad Santa's second close second close second why do you hate uh, bad Santa so much it's just the same jokes over and over again run, run oh Santa's so bad how bad is he how bad is he And they just keep getting worse and worse same toilet humor and what's the, the reason a Napoleon Dynamite doesn't do it for you the movie's boring and it clunks a lot Just I guess I wasn't nerd enough I thought I was to get it I thought it was kind of sweet I mean there's some funny jokes but yeah I think it just became a, a t-shirt slogan
0: machine more than a good movie do, do you agree
1: yeah, T-shirt slogan, perfect.
0: You know what, I really uh, I just can't stand that people go nuts over is Donnie Darko. People read so much into this movie and say it's so profound, and I just can't stand looking at Jake Gyllenhaal myself. But uh, we, uh, anyway, that's all I have to say about that. It's a pretty fascinating topic uh, that we're bringing up here. Uh, I think we need to move on to other things because we've already ran out of gas. Um. What's up with American Pie? I mean, who's a marketing genius that thought of that movie? Um. All right. Well, Rob's already walked away from me now. By well, the I way, mean, there's this guy here earlier today. Uh, we're at this big public park, and he had a dog that took just this giant shit in the middle of the park while he was doing tai chi over in the corner. And, you know, a lot of people let their dog shit in the park, and then they have a trash bag so they can clean it up. That's like the the dog owner's code. So what happened was uh, he let his dog take this big old shit, and he didn't do anything about it, and he started walking away. So I got kind of upset as a responsible dog owner myself, and I said, uh, Hey, uh, you going to pick up your dog's crap, or are you going to have somebody else do it for you? And he just looked at me and said, my dog wasn't over there taking a crap. And I said, yeah, he was right here, took a crap right here while you were there doing your Kung Fu stuff. And I guess he got kind of mad that I called this Tai Chi stuff Kung Fu. He was this older guy with white hair. Kind of looked like a, a more feminine uh, John McCain. So, uh, anyway, so he just starts walking away. And I said, so are you going to pick up your dog's crap or what? And he just like, he's pretending he can't hear me, just like walking along with his dog. So um, I, I got a little closer and I said, hey, are you, li- are you just ignoring me, sir? Aren't you going to pick up your dog's crap? And at this point, like, Rob's, like, kind of patting my arm like, hey, calm down, man. And, and I just so I said something like, hey, well, I'm going to go find out your address and take a big shit on your lawn. And he just walked away further. So if that's you uh, listening to this, I- I'm very ashamed at your behavior, sir, and I wish you'd clean up your act. And also, the corn in your dog's crap tasted pretty bad. <laughs> so, did you hear any uh, sick jokes? By the way, Chris uh, is, uh, is a waiter by day. And he hears a lot of disgusting jokes from his fellow wait staff. So, I think he's going to tell me one
1: right now. What, what's, what's a good joke one of the waiters have t- has told you lately? It's the hot new waiter joke, du jour. Oh, they're talking a lot. Everybody's talking about the waiter movie. They, they're just talking about the waiter movie and what they'd do if they were in the movie. People's food they crap in and girls they would do. Oh, yeah, there's this movie called Waiting coming out right now.
0: You wouldn't believe how hard they're trying to promote that on our site. I get their publicists they sent me so much shit. And I got really mad at them because they said, Hey, for a really quick time you got to respond quickly, but if you... Uh, promote this movie, we've got three iPod Nanos that you can give away on your site. So, of course, I jumped on that, and I just responded an hour later, and they said, we're already out. So then I thought I was going to make it my mission to just hate that movie because I didn't get a free eye. In fact, they said we you could send we're having a press conference and you could interview the director and stars of the film, you submit your questions and we'll ask it to them live on this webcast so you can hear your question be asked. So the question I submitted is, Hey, where's my iPod Nanos? (laughs) So that didn't get asked. But so what's the 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 most
1: disgusting story you heard of what a, a waiter did to somebody's food? Not necessarily in your own restaurant, but I, ha- I knew a guy one time, and he used to always, whenever he hated somebody, a customer, not only would he wish them poor, he would reach into his pants and pull out a pubic hair, and pull it out, and then show you the bloody stump with the little fat attached to it, and put it in their, Ouch. And put the pubic hair in their tea, or, or coffee, and then stir it up and serve it to them. And he'd leave the hair in there? Yeah, with the, with the meat and the blood attached. Wow, did anybody ever notice it? Never. No one ever noticed. No one ever complained or anything. And it was always a meaty one, too. I mean, he would just reach in there into his pubic hair in the middle of a sweaty shift and pull out a pubic hair and put it in their tea and serve it to them. Yeah, there's just there's something so revolting about going to a restaurant and just imagining worst-case scenarios like that.
0: I mean, I, I remember I saw Louis Farrakhan speak um, back around, oh, uh, I'm guessing 89 in Oakland, of all places. And uh, and it was funny because like out of about 7,000 7, black uh, people in the audience, I was like one of maybe six white guys there <laughs> I was in A Public Enemy at the time and I took Chuck T a little too literally I think, but uh, but he said you should never eat at restaurants because people are always wiping their boogers into your food and that always stuck with me and time and time again but yeah, the trailers of this movie, it's like, it's just nothing but eh, I'm putting dandruff on this bitch's steak, ah, I just like rubbed my ass on her hot dog ah, it's like, why why would someone want to go pay money to see that happen?
1: Surprisingly, all the waiters at work want to see it. They think it sounds like a great movie. A great movie. They just, they they love it already. They love it. They're going to see it for sure. So basically, uh, the waiter contingent
0: of this uh, country will see that. This is not unlike uh, when all those child molesters banded together to go see Fighting Neverland, right? (laughs) Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Okay, well that's about all we have time for today. Um, actually, our sons want to make a comment here. They're out here playing in the park. Um, hello, Wyatt. How are you doing today?
1: Very good, and I do like cough-ups.
0: All right, uh, my son's been uh, did you taking. See the me- poop over there? Keegan, did you see the big dog poop over there? Yes. What do you think about people that let their dogs crap in the park?
1: I don't know. Does it smell good?
0: No doesn't smell good. Um, my son has one more thing to say, uh, yes.
1: I almost wrote on the dog, too, and if I did, I would scream. Why would you scream? Because it's gross, and because I do like hairy flying monkey butts. And they're very scrumptious indeed. Goodbye, hairy flying monkey butts.
0: Hairy flying monkey butts, they're very scrumptious indeed. Well, I can't think of a better way to close this out for the day. Good night, everybody. Well, that's about all we have time for today, uh, thankfully. And uh, we're going to close the show with a letter and a request from Darren Wood from Chicago, who writes, Dear Robert, I really like it when you sing screwed up versions of TV theme songs and commercials. I was wondering if you could do The Golden Girls, which starred B. Arthur. Well, Darren, I, I'd be more than happy to. You know, I used to watch the the Golden Girls all the time. And, um, Rue McClanahan, Betty White, uh, Bea Arthur, even Estelle Getty, um, many a, a frustrated teenage night I used to have fantasies about all four of them being with me uh, at the same time. Um, you know, one of them would kind of lick my toes. Usually that was Betty White, because she always seemed like the toe licker. And, um... B. Arthur would just kiss me Just so forcefully with, with an open mouth And every now and then her dentures would get loose And fall into my mouth But that would kind of add to, to the delight And, uh, Rue McClanahan Would, uh, usually pinch My nipples with clothespins While, uh, Estelle Getty Just, uh, well, you know Don't want to get too explicit here So, uh, Darren, thanks for Bringing back those wonderful memories And, uh, in honor of that, here's your Special request, uh The Golden Girls theme song is sung by the Retro Crush players. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. If you threw a party. Invited everyone. I just would thank you for being
1: a friend. Retro